0: Hello and welcome to twenty eighteen and also the littlest pet cast and in today's episode of the littlest Pet Cast, we are looking at the episode Sweet Truck Ride I uh, trucks in parentheses so I don't know how to say that exactly, so um. Before we get into the real meat and potatoes of the episode, I do just want to point out that my complaints about how the buildings work is somewhat obfuscated. So, because, like, the first shot we see is them on the corner where we see that Sweet Delights is the entire building next door, kind of. It has the entire building next door. There might be another set. Actually, no. Sweet Delights has two floors. Maybe there's like a third and fourth floor apartment above. I don't know. So, not sure if there's an apartment. Upstairs of the. Sweet Delight shop. But. Like. Littlest Pet Shop is like. In the middle. Of. Well. Is between two buildings. One of those buildings is Sweet Delights, and that building, like, goes, reaches, like, around the corner. So, yeah, I'm still confused about the whole entrance, because, like, it's at the back of each shop, which on the littlest pet shop side would be on the street, like, would be parallel to the street it's on and on the ah uh, sweet delights uh shop it would be parallel to the st- like street that's on from around the corner i think i don't know more temporal space mutant work so i should say that what's happening on this corner is that Blythe and young me are waiting for Christy to come up in a new car, and they're wondering what kind of car it is. They go back and forth between, like, different ideas about what kind of, like, cool or stylish cars it might be, like like a hybrid or, like, a sports car or something. But, uh, so then they hear a honk, and they immediately know it's Christy and uh Young Me asks Blythe to record the car pulling up and uh they're excited and then uh it turns out it's like a sweet food truck. It's like a truck that you go around delivering sweets in. And Christy is like, you know, what do you think of this cool car? And but Blythe and young me, having hyped themselves up for you know a good stylish car, are a little less than impressed, so, after the opening, uh the pets are on looking at the sweet car and have already forgotten about what happened last time because they're enthusiastically thinking about eating all them sweets and like you, you should remember what happened last time arguably what happens this time is even worse <laughs> so anyway Vinny says he can smell the baked goods in here but it's actually pepper because she's excited and again uh, pulling off the, um, you know, her different scents, which, you know, this has been bothering me. I'm just going to cut away for a minute to see if they, uh, actually produce more than one scent. Okay, so I tried looking it up, but it didn't seem like skunks can actually make more than one different type of smell. But I did learn why they make that kind of smell and it's to protect themselves from predators which I mean it's probably obvious in hindsight but it's like it's actually because skunks are like nocturnal and solitary creatures so they can't rely on like each other to keep out of the way of predators. So they have to figure out how to do it themselves. And, you know, a foul stench from an unsuspecting rear end is the best way to do it. So, okay. So, for all I know, the this other smell thing that Pepper and other skunks can doing the show we we'll see those other skunks later probably um is like yeah cuz it is like a trait inherent among like other skunks cuz like pepper says like her signature scent is peppermint so i'm assuming everyone else is like a different signature scent the differentiate, like, maybe this is like a weird breeding thing. <laughs> like, like, some weird, like, this takes place in some alternate universe where, like, a bunch of skunk breeders bred skunks that could produce different smells. And to tell each skunk apart, they have a different smell. Or a smell that's within their family. I have spent a lot of time on this and we're not even that far into the episode yet. I keep I keep saying that. It keeps being true. Let's go with it. So uh yeah. So back at the truck. Young me and Blythe are cleaning the truck while Christy is on the phone with some guy named Milton asking for boxes for the sweets. And then she tells the girls circular motions to clean the truck, but then goes back to Milton, who thought that she wanted circular boxes. And then, you know, being the savvy businesswoman she is, she thinks... Circular boxes might be a good idea. I'll take twenty dozen. So then uh Blythe and Young Me talk about how this like sweets truck will be a hit at uh Rogers Works Picnic. I think that's how you say that. English is weird. So yeah, it'll be like a hit at the picnic Rogers Work puts on. That's how you're supposed to say it in English. But whatever. You know English is weird, so um, yeah, and they start talking about the picnic, and Blythe says that her dad gets really into it, the picnic and the three legged race, and then and then Roger just runs up with a life sized doll <laughs> practicing for the three legged race. <laughs> <laughs> We we all love Roger right here at the Littlest Petcast, don't we? Blythe says that maybe a little, he gets maybe a little too enthusiastic about it. So, um, uh, yeah, he passes by and he stops to chat and he asks Blythe if she's been practicing. And he said he noticed that she hasn't been practicing, and neither has Buddy, the life-size doll he has, tied to him, practicing a three-legged race. (laughs) Which, it's an impressive feat in its own, (laughs) right? Oh, oh god. Already, I love Roger in this episode. But I love Roger in every episode. So. You know. It's good. It's all good. Anyway. Uh, Yeah. Oh. I just. I remember. The way he indicates that Buddy. Hasn't noticed. Is that he. Like himself shakes Buddy's head. And then points to it. Oh god. <laughs> like he is the most dad ever. I keep I keep saying that, but it keeps being true. So Blythe explains that she's helping young me with cleaning the truck, but she will be ready by race time. And young me is just st- stifling her laughs throughout all of this. But she, it's really hard to contain. Anyway, Roger says that uh, they're the six-time three-legged race champions and that they have a legacy to uphold. And he also, uh, like, thanks, buddy, for being his training partner. And then he just runs off. Uh a Young Me makes a quip about how there's like two trophies for each leg and then Blythe says that he keeps the trophies in the kitchen. Which which of course he does. It's it's delightful. It is so delightful. <coughs> so anyway in the pet shop Buttercream comes through the hole. It still doesn't make sense to me. Like, it's a direct hole, and it's not a long distance either. So, I must be missing something. Or or maybe it is on the side the hole, not that I'm thinking about it. Okay, you know what? Let's just forget it. This, this building actually makes sense when I said it didn't. I'm going to eat those words. Whatever. <laughs> so... Anyway. Uh, so Buttercream comes through and offers the pets an invitation to go into the truck. Again, forgetting what happened last time. Last time Lord of the Flies happened... And in Lord of the Flies, there's like, in the book, in the actual book, Lord of the Flies, people died. Luckily, none of you died. But there was a chance of that happening. Especially because you were eating way too much sugar for it to be safe. Especially for pets. So, (laughs) Russell says they shouldn't, which, good so far, but everyone else rushes at the chance. Okay, Russell, you still have a chance to be good, but then he immediately squanders it by catching up with everyone to go into the thing, so it's safe to assume Russell has not also learned his lesson and he's supposed to be the smart one. So then uh Blythe catches them and tries to stop them from going in and uh like Russell's like I told them but no you were going in there Russell. You were gonna follow them. <laughs> but then Young Me says it's okay. They just wanna have a look around or whatever. So because it's fine they go in and Blythe tells them not to drive it off. And you can almost hear the always sunny music playing as a title screen. The pets drive a truck Play, like pops up. Like you can hear that. <laughs> that is that is there. But Young Me is confused about this. Because you know she she thinks pets are stupid <laughs> and can't drive. Blythe tries to pass it off as a joke, but young me says that she needs to work at on her humor so uh so Blythe and young me then go to put like the cleaning supplies away and talk about when they can drive and how like cool it would be so They're at least under 16. So that's... I know that much. I still don't know if they're 15 or younger than that. I mean, they're not 5, obviously, or 8. They're adolescent. I know that much, but... It is really hard to tell, like, these characters' ages. <laughs> Back on track, Young Me is a little disappointed that she doesn't have, like, a cute, stylish car. But Blythe cheers her up by saying she'd be really popular filling up in a truck full of sweets. Because who doesn't like sweets? Except for, you know, people who don't like sweets. I mean... But most people really like sweets, is what I'm saying. That, I mean, there are some. Whatever, you know. That's not the point. That's not the point. The point is, Youngmi, like, agrees and then says that that would be a sweet ride and giggles to herself. But Blythe says, "I'm not the only one who needs to work on their humor." Which also means the writers need to work on their humor because that's the entire pun of the episode title. So, in the truck, uh, Buttercream gives a slight tour of the truck by pointing out where all the ingredients are, including sugar sprinkles. Then, a cat named Sugar Sprinkles pops out of a drawer and introduces herself as living in the truck. So um, the pets are all impressed. And then she says, uh, like, you know, yeah, Sugar Sprinkles, that's my name. Don't wear it out. But then she goes on a tangent about how you can wear out a name. And then she goes, like, you know, I do like worn out things. And then, like, the remarks that they're comfy. And then comes to the conclusion that you can wear out her name. This cat is something else. And by something else, I mean completely high. (laughs) So, you'll see why in a second. So... Uh, Penny Ling then just comes up to her and then licks her head which is covered in sprinkles because she wants to get to those sprinkles not learning her lesson from last time. (sighs) Whatever. Russell tells her not to just do that but Sugar Sprinkles is alright with that and then she pulls out a guitar and sings about the sprinkles on her head, while encouraging everyone to lick her head. Vinny doesn't. Vinny doesn't want to. But Sugar Sprinkles convinces him to, and so he does it. And then gets a hairball that hits Russell. And then, uh, Russell makes his way to the front of the truck and becomes enamored with being in the captain's chair, which then leads into a Star Trek fantasy that Russell has, where Russell is Kirk, complete with, like, the vocal pattern, you know, shields are engaged, or whatever. So, and, like, some of the other ones I can tell is that, like, Penny Ling is Spock because she has the ears. Zoe is Zuhara with the hair. And, like, I don't know. I thought Sunil was Sulu, but he's actually Scotty and Vinny is Sulu. I only know that because, like, in the fantasy... Uh, he calls on the Helms Gecko, and when I was looking up the characters to remember, like, some of the names that I just said, uh, I read that Sulu was the Helmsman, so, I don't know, like, like, it's not the weirdest reference that, like, the little spat shop has done. I mean, I haven't seen Star Trek, but I'm sure like a good amount of people have. And have shown it to their kids. Probably. I don't know. So, the whole gist of the fantasy is that they are under attack. And the attackers want them to surrender, but they're not going to surrender. And the ship just keeps getting hit. And then uh Russell says to deploy the shields but is so lost in his fantasy where like he does it himself but instead of the shields he goes to press the chair recliner of the driver's seat. This leads to a chain reaction in which Russell reclines the chair back far enough, so it hits a tray of food that Minka was on, which launches her into turning on the car keys and the tray into the stick shift, which puts it into drive, and then it ...into the radio, which turns on some country music. Vinny then line dances because he can't resist... ...dancing to any kind of music... ...and then steps on Sugar Sprinkle's tail. Sugar Sprinkle says... ...I know you didn't mean that... ...but that, like, really hurt... ...so promise me you won't be offended by what I'm about to do. Vinny, like, confusingly agrees and then Sugar Sprinkles thanks him before screaming in pain and running off. Now, Penny Ling thinks she's coming over to give her more of her head sprinkles, but she crashes into her, and in turn they crash into Buttercream, who flies and hits, like, the parking brake so that it's not parked anymore. And the truck goes off. So that happened so um uh, then uh pennyling looks out the window and remarks that the sidewalk is moving but then sugar sprinkles comes up and says Ah you're so cute but no it's actually the truck that's moving but you're very observant and i love that about you is she hitting on pennyling I'm I'm not judging her if she is, but I just wanna know if she is. I think she is. She seems to be about like, you know, free spirited whatever. You know not saying that all people who swing that way are free spirited, but you know, she seems she seems to be whatever. Anyway, Sunil freaks out, but Russell calmly asserts that the truck can't be moving because no one is driving, but then he freaks out as well. So then Blythe goes outside and sees that the truck is missing. She investigates, and she sees the truck barreling down the road and wants to go and stop it. She then sees a girl on a bike, and then we cut back to the truck where... Everyone but Sugar Sprinkles is freaking out, and Sugar Sprinkles is not fr- only not freaking out, but she says we're all gonna laugh about this someday. So the truck like just barrels down the street, causing a bunch of near accidents—not actual accidents, mind you—but near accidents. Everyone either like drives off or is out of the way. So, uh, back at the, at the store, Blythe bribes the girl with a cupcake to use her bike to chase the truck. So, uh, Pepper tries to determine which pedal is the brake, but she hits the gas instead. And then Vinny jumps on the steering wheel to try and steer it with his dancing, but it swerves really hard. Russell tells him to stop but Vinny says he can't because it's the only country step he knows that's not the point vinny sugar sprinkle says i think he's doing great follow follow your cowboy dreams vinny seriously how high is this cat like i mean cats like Are lazy and lethargic sometimes but other times they're incredibly high-strung and I don't even know why this cat is not high-strung in the slightest except when she gets tail stepped on so Blythe continues to chase and then in the truck Minka tries to find out what prindle means which is like the park, reverse, neutral, drive, and, you know, I'm not sure what L is. Or maybe it was like first ke- something. And adjust the stick so it goes into reverse, or at what Minka thinks it is. uh, re- Really, really straight, that's it. And then puts it back into drive, or D for don't go backwards. So... Zoe and Pepper try to get uh, Penny Lang to help them push the brake down, but Penny Lang thinks it's something else, but then they just drag her into it. So then Blaith finally catches up with the truck, gets in, buckles up, slams the brakes, and hits the emergency brake, and the cupcakes fly into the windshield. (laughs) Blaith is scared out of her wits. And young me comes out and notices a lack of Blythe or the truck and just goes and follows it down. Blythe asks if everything is, if everyone is okay. She then asks what happened and then Russell just kind of like stumbles through half of an explanation of why he pushed the button in the first place. So then Me comes up and accuses Blythe of doing all of this. But Blythe is like, what? No, 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 no. But then a cop shows up and asks for a license and registration. But when he sees Blythe, he knows she's too young to be driving. And, like, Blythe tries to say that the animals did it. but And almost gives out her secret. But doesn't. So the cop doesn't exactly believe her when uh, she said that these animals are driving or whatever and then just gives her a ticket so later in Blythe's room Roger is interrogating Blythe about what happened still tied with Buddy so he doesn't understand why she would do something like that Uh, Blythe tries to explain to him that, like, this is the pet's doing, but Roger can't believe her without a good explanation, which, again, she almost blurts out her secret, but doesn't. And, like, Roger's, like, he has, like, one eyebrow raised, like, trying to conceive of what what happened like how this chain reaction could have happened or how at least Blythe would have known this would happen so without a good explanation Roger does the hard thing and grounds her he takes away her smartphone and also bars her from going to the picnic and also bars her from participating in the three-legged race which hurts Roger just as much as it does Blythe because even though Blythe was like like embarrassed by Roger running with Buddy to practice for the three-legged race she loved it just as much as he did and they're both disappointed so he tries to walk out But Buddy gets caught in the door twice, so then he comes back in to tell her she'll also be helping to rebake all the goods that were ruined. He then tries walking out again, but slams Buddy a third time, and then finally goes out and succeeds. He then unties himself from Buddy, sits him down, and says, "'I'm sorry,' this this happened buddy this isn't your fault this this is what i mean when i say roger is the best dad like like i've gone on about how like he's encouraging or he's like the most dad but he also knows what to do if something like this happens like he's like, he's trying to meet Blythe halfway, he's like, I want to believe you, Blythe, but if you can't give me an explanation, then I don't have any other choice than to believe the cop in this scenario. Which, like, in this scenario, you probably should believe the cop in, because lives are in danger, and it's a renegade car a renegade truck that probably weighs more than a car this whole thing was dangerous (laughs) this was really dangerous and if like Blythe couldn't like produce a good explanation as to why she didn't do that then like he has to punisher for it on top of the ticket and like like he knows Blythe feels bad about all of it but he still has to put his foot down somewhere and this is this is a good point to put it down. So anyway at at Sweet Delights, Blythe Young Me and Christy are working on baking the cakes again, and Blythe again apologizes for the ruined cakes. Christy says that uh it's not that big of a deal because like her multitasking abilities come in handy for these types of situations. As she loads the oven with one of her feet, she she uses like her feet to open the oven and then put a pan of cupcakes in it. She then gets a call from Milton, and says that the circular cake boxes are a disaster because they keep rolling off the table. They wouldn't be rolling off the table if you stack them on like the flat side, not the roly side. So Blythe feels really bad about all of this. Like, but Young Me tries to cheer her up by saying that no one got hurt, which is impressive as I have pointed out so far, because there were cars that just swerved out of the way, there were people trying to cross the street, including a pregnant woman, mind you, and her other kid. Like, I mean, the fact that nothing bad happened is a miracle in all of this. But Blythe is still sad because, like she's being punished for something that she didn't do, and she can't like exactly say why to others. I mean she can she doesn't want to because people will think she's weird, but i you know i'd I'd take being weird over. Attempted manslaughter. Any day of the week. But she's also sad that, like, she's not going to the picnic and that her dad is mad at her. And all of that. So, the pants overhear all of this and they are sad about getting Blythe in trouble and want to help their hearts in the right place and then Russell comes up with the idea to recreate what happened and record it <laughs> that is the worst idea that is a terrible terrible idea why What? why like There is, like, an obvious flaw in all of this. And I don't even, like, how? It, like, I mean, okay, to be fair, I'm not sure what I would come up with. But I would make sure that that didn't happen and we find another way. To, you know, prove Blythe's innocence in all of this. So, the pets are all in for it. Zoe says that they're going to make a movie. So, uh, what they need to do that is access to the sweet truck again. Which, since they're not the culprits, they don't... They aren't probably barred from it. And Blythe's phone. So, um... The pets manage to get into Blythe's apartment and spot the phone on the kitchen table while Roger's pacing about, wondering what is going on. Because honestly... I, I'm still a little shocked about just how how much this actually could have been terrible. So, uh, they have to figure out a way to get the phone without Roger spotting them. So, Buttercream comes up with the idea to use Buddy, but not before her running gag slash character trait kicks in. So then um, Roger is looking at all of his three-legged race trophies and they're all different, which is weird. There's a, I only saw three of them. Maybe like the other three are somewhere else. So uh, anyway, Vinny, Sunil, and Minka go in Lift up Buddy, but then drop him because Buddy's kind of heavy. It's like a sandbag. And then they get out of the way. Roger sees Buddy on the ground and lifts him up, wondering what's wrong. After having, like, a moment with Buddy about uh, what happens and what's going on. Like, he's like, Buddy, you can speak to me. And then, uh, like, Roger gets from, like, like the, his conversation with Buddy that they should just go out there and break their three-legged race record for old time's sake. So uh, Roger goes off and the pets grab the phone. Roger really needs an actual friend. That this is this is part of the reason I'm saying hashtag Roger for Dream Daddy 2. Because he just needs someone to talk to about being a dad. And if that means having to date another dad, I mean he doesn't have to date another dad if he doesn't want to. But at least talking to them about what his daughter is doing or just making bad jokes or you know stuff like like when it gets really serious he doesn't have to resort to talking to a bag of sand with a face on it. Point is Roger needs a friend. Anyway, so the pets enter the truck And Sugar Sprinkles asks them kindly not to drive the truck again. So, Russell's like, Oh, don't worry. We're just gonna recreate everything that led to the driving off happening and record it this time. And he also tries to get everyone ready. I will reiterate. This is a terrible plan. (laughs) So, while everyone's getting ready, uh, they want to get ready in their own way. While Russell is trying to tell them that they need to be in the exact same places doing the exact same thing. Zoe wants to wear, like, a good, a better outfit. Vinny wants to do a mamba instead of a line dance. And Pepper wants to pratfall. But Russell has to remind them that this has to go exactly like it did beforehand for this to work. I do not know which is dumber. This plan. or them messing up the plan like all of this? So... Russell tries to set up the camera on the phone but accidentally calls Christy before hanging out. And then Russell finally gets the camera to work and calls action! But then, like, it plays out like a blooper reel where, like, Vinny messes up and falls off the steering wheel. And then Zoe is wearing a dress and, like, goes out but it gets torn on a... Like a spring or something. And then like Minka's tail blocks the shot. And then Pepper says the wrong thing. And she and Zoe have a laugh about it. Russell is frustrated. But Sugar Sprinkles is again like. Oh, we're all going to laugh about this someday. And he's so frustrated. He throws his microphone. And that sets off a slightly different chain reaction but it gives off the same end result except now Russell has it on film and feels good about it but then Vinnie points out that the truck is moving again and when everyone notices this they all start freaking out except Sugar Sprinkles who's just saying are you feeling a weird sense of deja vu? Because I'm feeling a weird sense of deja vu. And so, as they're barreling down the street again, Roger runs up with Buddy and sees the truck pass by, saying, If I didn't know any better, I'd sway that was the sweet delight's truck. So then when it actually <laughs> passes, uh he chases after it for a bit and then takes the same bike from the same girl and rides off towards the truck and manages to pull up and get himself into the truck and when he gets off the bicycle The bike veers off and just explodes for no reason. (laughs) And then uh, he does the same thing. He buckles in, puts on the brake and the emergency brake, and stops the truck again. And all of this happens while he's tied up with Buddy. This man is impressive. So then the same cop shows up and gives him a ticket as well. So then at the park, Roger is viewing the video and explains that this is why pets can't (laughs) drive. That is a severe understatement. So then uh, we see Roger and Blythe make up about like, Like, he's sorry that she didn't believe, that he didn't believe her, but it's no problem. And then Blythe, like, does buttercream's verbal tick. But anyway, and they're prepping for the three-legged race. So meanwhile, Christy and young me are serving the cupcakes with half the frosting on them as sliders, Because they slid off the cupcake and they didn't have time to bake anymore because the picnic was soon. So they're both laughing about that. And then Sugar Sprinkles pops up and says, see, I told you we'd be laughing about it. And then laughs along, too. So then the episode ends with Blythe and Roger being set to win the three legged race. So, the moral of this episode is that pets are stupid. <laughs> they don't learn their lessons from the previous episode about going into some strange place and doing stuff. And they don't learn their lesson by doing the exact same thing, but recording it... <sighs> animals are just stupid <laughs> oh god so like whatever with that being said uh thank you for listening to the first episode of the Pet Petcast of 2018 hope you will continue to join me as we go through all of the episodes and be sure to uh leave a comment or review on Shout Engine on Apple Podcasts on the Google Play Store and wherever else RSS feeds go when they are running away from an out of control truck Okay, so with that, I will see you next time for the episode, Helicopter Dad. See you then. Oh, by the way. So my theory as to why nothing bad happened is because, as we've stated previously, this takes place in the Marvel Universe with all the mutants. So my theory is that the one above all just protected everyone by just being in the immediate area and like, like controlling people through his mind or whatever to like veer off or stop or whatever before the truck came in and do you know what form he took? BODY